America's Healthcare Challenge on News Talk 1290 is produced by E.D. Bellis and presented by HKG Medicare Solutions, self-funded plan administrators, Renaissance Captive Solutions, the Omaha Press Club, and Caring for People Services. Now, here's your host, Sean McGuire. Talking about my old employer, uh, first job out of college at the wonderful Marquette University uh, where I studied political science, was working on Capitol Hill, and I worked for the Senate Finance Committee on health care. I don't know, it was just kind of random how I ended up there, and so been working on it ever since, and um, can't imagine doing anything else, and excited to watch this all unfold in the Senate, very familiar with that body uh, compared to the House. I think just a little quick historical context, Stuart, uh, people need to understand that the House has much strict, uh, that two bodies have different rules and how they uh, how legislation goes through. House has much uh, more stricter rules because there's 435 members. They're very structured. Senate is completely opposite. I think the famous uh, phrase was President Lyndon Johnson used to be the Senate majority leader uh, said running the Senate is like herding cats. Uh, Stuart, you ever hear that <laughs> phrase before? Yes, yes, I have. Yeah. So now the Senate's up, uh, up, up to bat, uh, and they're taking the next crack at health care reform. What are your thoughts yeah. on this? Well, <clears throat> the CBO review is is brutally straightforward. When the government spends more on health care, more people get health care. The CBO found that the GOP bill would spend about one trillion less on health care, so fewer Americans would have coverage. This is why uh, Mr. Trump and his fellow Republicans are struggling to keep their promise of increasing access to health care while repealing the ACA and reversing its tax hikes. There is no way to cut $834 billion out of Medicaid without reducing benefits uh, to Americans on Medicaid. Any effort to transform one-sixth of the economy will be riddled with complexity. The Senate is beginning to find this one out. Um, uh, the CBO declared that the legislation would find $119 billion in savings over 10 years, more than enough to pass uh, muster under the Senate's so-called reconciliation rules, which allow a simple majority for passage rather than the usual 60-vote majority. Uh, that's important to Senate Republicans who control just 52 seats. But the problems that they're dealing with uh, really is massive. Uh, they, they are considering some changes. Uh, for the first time, uh, we'd put Medicaid on a budget limiting uh, federal payments to states for care provided to tens of millions of low-income people, not just those who gain Medicaid coverage as a result of the ACA, but also children, people with disabilities, and nursing home residents who have been eligible for decades under the law that created Medicaid in 1965. Uh, as senators began weeks of negotiation, and leaders have made it clear that the legislation that ultimately emerges will look very different uh, from the bill that narrowly cleared the House. Senators uh, wish to provide more assistance to low-income people and older Americans. On Medicaid, senators have discussed possible trade-offs one idea is to preserve the expansion of Medicaid eligibility, but impose new limits on Medicaid spending. Uh, any limits uh, would be set by calculating the average per-person cost of care 
for five specific groups of Medicaid uh, beneficiaries. These are people 65 and older, people with disabilities, children under 19, newly eligible adults, and other non-disabled adults under 65. So Medicaid spending varies greatly amongst the five groups, averaging $3,500 a year for children, $14,500 for a beneficiary over 65, and $20,000 for people with disabilities. As you can see, the numbers really vary. This is going to play very large uh, in the Senate. Uh, it's very conservative in terms of wanting to provide more benefits uh, than what they saw coming out of the House, Sean. We just got a call from an anonymous caller. They didn't want to jump on the air, but it was, what is the minimum income requirement for Medicaid? Okay, I don't have that figure uh, currently, but uh, they can look at that uh, from the federal poverty level. Uh, they can check that on online. Okay, there's a federal poverty level calculator. I'll yep. actually look it up over uh, at the end of the uh, in our next timeout and try and address that in the last segment. Yeah, and here. that's and that's updated each year. Okay, and does it vary by state or? Um, no, no, okay. this is just a statistic uh, coming from the government. Okay, we'll go ahead and look that up. Uh, any other topics? I think uh, pay, think people need to pay attention to what vehicle. Uh, it comes from the Senate because I think that's probably more likely going to be what an end uh, result would look like, just yeah. like the ACA. It originated yeah, in the Senate. Yeah, very much so. Very okay. much so. All right. Anything else before our last time out, Stuart? Yeah, just just want to say that all the difficult work uh, that's ahead of them in the Senate, uh, they really have a very narrow margin. They have between now and the August recess uh, to get something done. Measure that versus the passage of the ACA, which took 13 months. So I think, really, with all the problems, we're really moving ahead here on warp speed, John. Yeah. Yep. And so one way to stay on top of it is by listening to the show. So congratulations on doing your next part. I'm going to look up this answer right now, and mm -hmm. uh, we'll be right back after this. Has this moment finally got, we've been on a dream. 